0: I know you guys especially hate it because you actually are physicists. I hate it as a biologist, <laughs> physicist. Oh, fuck, yeah. I get triggered by astrology. I get triggered by astrology too. I'm like,
1: yo. Or really triggered when people ask, uh, is, is astronomy related to astrology? Isn't it?
2: No, I'm just <laughs> no I, used, yeah. I
1: used to fuck them up all the time. Uh-huh. Not, not on purpose. <laughs>
3: yes, and yeah, it was, it's just because they're
1: too close. They words, are like etymology <laughs> and etymology. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. The thing yeah. is,
0: like with astrology, I'm thinking, okay. By old, you know, yeah. by
1: yeah, 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 yeah. We might Same as well just here. just yeah. start talking to Mike oh, Jackson because yeah, so we're, like, we're, we're just starting, right?
0: Right. Yeah, yeah we're, just, we're so just. I'm thinking starting. like astrology, biology. That one must be the science one, astronomy. But then yeah. I was like, mm-hmm. I never heard of astrologers within physics. <laughs> Bye <heard> for astronomers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, That yeah. That messed me up. That's yeah. true. But, but yeah. So with that, I had a student. My first, mm-hmm. my first or second year of teaching here. She, um actually this wasn't my student she was in like the class i was teaching Mm -hmm. and i had her apparently her twin brother in my class right Mm -hmm. and so i'm Mm -hmm. just teaching i'm just doing everything normal right and one day the lab coordinator the professor who actually runs the lab calls me in and he says to me you know you got a complaint." i was like okay uh what's (laughs) it about and he and he tells me that he he called me in because he thought it was particularly interesting because yoga. he says that it was a bit of uh, sweat for me Yeah. <laughs> and, and I'm thinking like, oh, I'm in shit. trouble. I think, <laughs> yeah, yeah, what yeah. did I do? And he tells me that, um, the sister of one of my students came into him and told him that I wasn't TAing strictly enough. Mind you, she's not in my class. Never have I ever okay. seen her. And that's I'm thinking, and I'm thinking that's weird. That's strange. Why? And, Turns out she went to the lab coordinator and complained that her brother was getting better grades than she was. <laughs> no. And that there's no conceivable way he's smarter than her. Oh, and that my. therefore it must be me as a TA who was at fault because
1: mm-hmm. I might not be grading them strictly enough. <laughs> wow. I, so the angel of the family is getting jealous that the devil of the family is succeeding better. Or potentially yeah. getting.
0: Yeah, basically. <laughs> and I was like. You know, looking at my lab coordinator, he thought it was funny. He thought it was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, so he was yeah, telling yeah. me, yeah, don't change anything. I just thought you should know this. <laughs> and I was like, never have I ever heard of a student complaining about a perf- about an instructor yeah. whose class they've never even been in. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and then, you know, later on, you know, I, I'm not saying any names here or anything, but like later on, I was like, you know, we get to see everyone's grade for every single section. And mm-hmm. it turns out mm-hmm. the student in my class actually got a higher final grade than his sister and that's all just like you know fill in the bubble Mm -hmm, sort of stuff you take at the test center i have no play in that i know when it comes down to grading um lab reports fine but when you do Mm -hmm. quizzes and you do final exams i have Mm -hmm. no control over that and guess who still did better
1: Wow, brother, she got nothing to say now. <laughs> I, I mean, I never, I've
0: never even met her. I don't even know what she looks like. Yeah. I just know that she exists. <laughs> wow.
1: <laughs> I have noticed that um, when I was TAing, there were always students that they were just dead set on hating you from the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Have you have you noticed that? Because like I had a couple students where I just knew as soon as they were in my class that it was going to be a problem with them the entire year. Yeah. And they were going to try to do anything to make it skewed that I'm 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 screwing them in the class somehow. And I'm just like, yeah, I can already tell. It's going to be you. I know it's going to be you as well. Fine. We'll just write it out the whole year. Yeah, you're, you're
0: one of those. I mean, yeah. I had a. Shoot. I mean, I had a, I had a few instances like that. I'm like, yo, why are you doing this? Like, <laughs> I don't know you. And, you know, Terrence,
1: so you, you have noticed that.
0: Yeah. And, yeah, definitely. And, you know, you you and I have been talking about, you know, about like, uh, you know, power dynamics and this idea mm-hmm. of authority within classes and everything. And, um, You know, sometimes I do wonder, I'm like, okay, well, because I look really young and I look like I just hopped out of undergrad. In fact, when Mm -hmm. I did teach, I legitimately was within, you know, one standard deviation of the average student's age in my class. I was 23 and like the average student was like 21. Mm -hmm. So they could definitely see me as like, oh, he's not the same as a white haired um, professor or the Mm -hmm. suited and booted up uh, dude with the perfect wrist watch shoe combo or what have you, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was in there just wearing jeans and a a button up a yeah, yeah, yeah. polo <laughs> yeah right
1: and I can definitely see that that's why I try to establish that 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 uh, authority student gap very very quickly mm-hmm. because I don't want you to get the wrong impression because it, it's my fault actually at the end of the day if I'm like I think of it as if I'm not setting that if I'm not setting the the um, standard from day one, of what this relationship is, then I feel like I—that's my fault. Man, like you need to know that I am the one who is running this class, not you.
3: That's hilarious because I'm doing it way different than you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm you like doing? I have the us versus them mentality with my students. Like I'm I'm on their team. And oh, the, the, the professors are. I'm like,
1: <laughs> so you're like the um, you're like the uh, savior, the mediator. One. I am the yeah. mediator. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I, what I
3: tried to do is structure my class where um, I have – I let the students know that I will do everything in my power to, to make sure that you pass the class, mm-hmm. but you have to put in the work and stuff like that. Yeah. But I'm not against you. Like, I, I make sure to frame it in that way. And if if they see me – they see me as an authority figure in the sense that I have control over their grade, but – I'm I tell them that I'm following a rubric and the rubric is as
1: objective as possible. You know what I'm saying? I think i take a similar approach. Maybe mine sounds a little bit too hard. Yeah, yeah, cuz I was like But I'm trying to I'm trying to just make it the point that I do get students who try to push the line sometimes. Gotcha. So I have to really nip that in the bud yeah. fairly quickly, right? Right.
0: And and you know I'll, I'll say that I am on I'm kind of on that side too.
1: Yeah. Because I was
0: just trying to understand your, you know, your 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 stance on it.
1: Yeah, and we, I think we, you're sta- just for the audience, we had a whole discussion before. this I wish we would have just recorded. <laughs> we had a whole discussion on the power dynamics of students yeah, and whatnot, and the mm-hmm.
0: philosophy of uh, superficiality versus yes. humanity and everything. Yes. And so I was, yeah. So I was just trying to understand it. I don't think it's wrong. I was just trying to tell you like how my personal feeling and understand yours mm-hmm. because I definitely, like I said, I definitely see in instances like in the instance where um, students see me. As one of them, I do have to question whether they are taking this as seriously as they would when I'm trying to, you know, help them learn a topic. Yeah. When compared with other TAs who are like, "Yo, very you and true. Me, I'm up here. You're down yeah. here. I demand right. this out of you, and I demand that out of you." And yeah. I usually don't really take that approach as much because yeah, it's yeah, more like neither. for me i'm i have to dial my professor back sometimes i'm like yo um we can't request these students to do this because right now during quarantine if they go and fall in a lake right now we're the <laughs> ones who are getting boned yeah, right. yeah, yeah, <laughs> so yeah, 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 yeah. if they go if we tell them to do something without our supervision they get hurt yeah. they they can annihilate me Oof. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so that's a little bit
1: more high stakes than us yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. we don't have anything like that in physics and for, and for the uh, people who may not be familiar, Jackson, you are a ecology and evolution PhD candidate, um, biologist, so that's dealing with marine marine life stuff, right? Is that, a, is that a good way to describe it? Maybe you can describe a little bit more for the audience. I would
0: say that ultimately, I am a marine biologist who's interested in the evolution of marine animals, how they respond to climate change and other factors. And I would also say that I'm very much in the quantitative genetics realm because I use quantitative genetics tools to answer these questions. Mm. And so basically, I have more skills of evolution than I do of marine biology now at this point. (laughs) But uh, ultimately, yeah, at the end of the day, I'm a marine biologist.
1: (laughs) Nice. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah. Yeah. So just to let everybody know, you know, what we're, but we're, you know, same school, well, mm-hmm. my, me not same, anymore, but Juan still same experience. school. Yeah, same graduate experience. Teaching came in at the same time, right? So right. we're we're going through. We were going through all the same hells at the same time. <laughs> right, right. Terrence, me, I had to say fuck this, and I dipped out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, Terrence and I, we both came in on similar fellowship.
1: Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm.
3: Man, you guys, yeah. That's such a good fellowship, by the way. It is. It is. I'm so Pretty jealous decent. of you guys. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, that fellowship got me this house, baby. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Terrence is
3: now a property owner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not a
1: grad student. That's like, come on, bro. He's,
3: he's technically my landlord, which is hilarious. <laughs>
1: well, the bank Lord is Terrence. <laughs> well, yeah, like, I guess so. Yeah, the yeah. bank owns us all at the end of the day, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Right, definitely. Man. So I'm helping but, you pay your mortgage, really. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But um, yeah. 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 So yeah, the, the whole student power dynamic thing is really interesting. I think um, I kind of do take the one approach. Mm-hmm. I'm, I just sound like mine's more harsh. But mm-hmm. I, think, I, think I think most th- graduate students take that approach. Right. I'm just getting c- caught into the more of the extreme case. Yeah, right? but you- Because I do really have that embodied in my mind, but I don't ever really have to take it there usually. Mm-hmm. But if I do, I'm prepared to.
0: Yeah, because I, I figured that, because like, knowing you, for as long as I have Yeah I'm like I can't see you doing this dude <laughs> No, no. <laughs> so I'm like No same
1: here Because
0: I was, like I, was okay. like I hear you saying it But I, I can't see you Doing yeah. this <laughs> Okay yeah
1: So I'm probably giving A, a bad impression Because I'm thinking of like yeah. What would I do in the edge case
0: In the, in the extreme Because situation. my normal case
1: I'm very I feel like most of my students Would say I'm very laid back Right, right I right. hardly ever have to assert myself All the students are really great Yeah I think they all <laughs> are I appreciate all of them I think they're all really intelligent mm-hmm, right. Um. So I'd never have to really go down that direction. But, of course, there are some instances where I have to, like – yeah, slow down yeah. but like you're you thinking
0: know. about like the, in the instance where the student is going to square up in front yeah. of you, yeah. in the, in the, yeah. with you well, I don't think anybody's that dumb
3: yeah. well, I, I <laughs> they just, are paying for it's this it's just funny to me imagining you saying don't make me raise my voice and the student's being like it can go louder it can go another decibel louder than this <laughs>
1: this is not my final form yeah
3: <laughs> just like boom it's just like a booming voice ominously like yeah. coming from everywhere
1: like what the fuck how do you no do that? yeah I think I'm much I'm, I feel like my intensity is much less <laughs> Yeah, okay. <laughs> than it actually is in real life.
3: Yeah, cuz I right. I will I will say we ran into one of your students randomly. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, "Oh, she's uh she's cool." Like Oh, she's
1: great. great. Yeah, she's
3: cool and then, all my uh, students
1: have been great, man.
3: And yeah, I mean, she was just like, "Oh my god." Like she was just yeah. so happy to see you and I was just like, "Man, I I've, I've ran into my previous students, but I'm wondering if maybe I have a more professional relationship.
1: Maybe you do. But I can also see you giving off more of the um the mysterious ominous guy 5-1 know of enigmatic of the, uh, yeah like, the enigmatic uh, TA yeah Jackson, what am. do you think Jackson what do you yeah. oh, think
0: what I'm thinking I'm thinking about how I've seen several students out like there's been times where I've had a student give me my my drink at the bar while I'm like deep into drunkenness oh. Oh.
3: <laughs> see that's the worst by, by the way times, this is a college town so yeah you run into yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: And, and you know most of the employees that you see at most of the businesses yeah. are gonna be like undergrad somewhere, whether it's in the store at Publix, whether it's at the Mm, local bar. And so I mean, I was at a bar and one of my students was there and I'm just like
2: Hey,
0: he said Jackson? I'm like, uh dude (laughs) That's hilarious. And I mean You don't live in the lab? What? Yeah yeah yeah. you don't shut down? I mean there's one I mean one time I went to went to I think. Mm. And I was dancing. Oh, don't me.
1: be putting locations
0: out there, Jackson.
1: <laughs> no, it's fine. I'll be They okay, already
0: yeah. know where we're at,
3: right? No, no, no. They no. don't.
1: <laughs> they don't
2: three hours later bro, we're
1: online man. we can't, just, can't be having crazy people we right, do right. we do podcasts about aliens bro. <laughs> right, right. yeah we have a crazy <laughs> i get cranks emailing me about their theories of everything and you're shit. kidding
0: me okay no. yeah okay well, all, right, all right yeah this will be cut out but yeah in that case yeah we'll cut that part out <laughs> yeah but yeah the product placement right there dude like how, how subtle i'm a college
3: football fan I'm, a college, I'm just a college football fan yeah yeah
1: yeah no
0: i
3: No, no so but, so you're, you see students at, like, the bar and stuff.
0: Yeah. So, I, I mean, I was at a club, and I'm I'm dancing with a woman. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. dancing, dancing with a woman. And what does that mean? <laughs> what do you want me to say? I'm not yiking PG-13. on her? <laughs> <laughs> it's,
3: yig- not, it's not pg dagger, I'm we I'm, y- I'm, I'm, I'm daggering, I'm, I'm grinding on her. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, yeah.
0: And then, like, a student comes up to me. While I'm doing this, mm-hmm. it says Jackson. <laughs> oh,
1: No, and I'm like I oh, like he made him sound like a baby
2: Jackson.
0: <laughs> and you know I'm just like I'm, just, I'm sitting there just like
2: eh? I'm like whoa hey oh uh, my
0: god oh no? and and then she said oh my god it's so crazy to see you here and I was like yo <laughs> can't just get preoccupied man
3: that's uh, well, kind of cock-blocking hey, it that's mortifying that's mortifying <laughs> yeah and I mean
0: it's it's happened on. I've seen when I'm out there trying to have fun and try to avoid other, you know, human beings from mm-hmm. from campus and from the professional field, yeah. and then they see me out there drunk, you know, <laughs> making a fool of myself on the dance floor.
3: <laughs> have you seen professors while you've been out?
0: No. you got to remember, it's ecology and evolution. These people like to look at birds. They like to go out <laughs> canoeing. Okay. They like to... Dive. I never mm. dive recreationally. I'm not gonna oh, lie. Okay. <laughs> You're sick of it, huh? <laughs> not really. It's more like I've at the point where I, when I started scuba diving, it was strictly for for scientific purposes mm-hmm. or for learning purposes or to mm-hmm. do work for commercial reasons. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've never been a commercial diver. So it was never a pastime. It was never a pastime. Gotcha. And so it's hard for me to to say I'm going to gear all this way up, yeah. simply for diving for fun. And I've been to, in most of the places I lived in. You wouldn't want to die for fun anyway, okay, so <laughs> they have
1: nice springs here
0: springs yeah, they, they have yeah. very nice springs here, um, well, I guess
1: you're probably talking about from back home
0: I'm talking about home, I'm talking about the normally like the ocean right stuff, right, right, right like right, where I right. normally go, but you know I've been to Morea, and mm-hmm. in Morea it's pristine it's you can see for like hundred twenty feet and, and you you- you're a physicist, so you probably understand a little bit more about this, but you know in when you're in a fluid, it's harder to see Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Then and everything. Oh, seen- you're
1: saying why is it?
0: No, no, I'm not saying why. Okay. But you know you because. But we impressive. also know hmm?
3: the the impressiveness of like seeing that far down. Yes, the
0: seeing far underwater is way more impressive than seeing far in the air. Yeah, and yeah. everything underwater looks to be closer until you're like this. Right. So right. everything looks like it's closer than it is. But um, or is it farther? I forgot. Either way, it doesn't look right. Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> and you could see like a legitimately like 150 feet in wow. any direction and it's it's surreal crazy awesome. but crazy i was working so I <laughs> yeah what's i've like seen
1: some couple of clear
3: water places here yeah though, what, for what's sure. what's like the best place you've visited like you think like for like overall di- like diving cuz honestly marine bio like sounds so cool like i i wanted to do evolutionary biology mm-hmm. and like but the school that i went to didn't offer it like as a specialty so I was like, fucking physics, why not? <laughs> yeah.
1: Clear, yeah. A great, a great, uh. Clear jump, right? Like yeah. just, uh... An obvious, an obvious a jump. Choice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but I was just like,
3: I, I doing field work it was like the one thing that I really liked about it because you get to travel and you get to like mm-hmm. just visit locales and use the excuse of, I'm doing work. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, do you feel like that? Like, it's just like, that's, I mean, that's definitely a plus, right?
0: Yeah, I think so. I think that me going to Morea yeah. without having to spend a dime was really surreal because I recognize that people would legitimately dream about going to this place yeah. and be able to do what I'm doing. They just don't have, either have the time or the funds yeah, yeah. To, to do it. And you you were asking me, what's the coolest yeah, place yeah. I've been?
3: Yeah. Like diving and diving stuff, like for field work, I guess for
0: field work. I would definitely say, um, Morea, French Polynesia, because that mm. was the cleanest the clearest water I've ever seen. Uh, it being clear doesn't mean it's healthy, <laughs> because when <laughs> we went there nearly everything was dead, but um it was really surreal to be able to actually go out and do something like that. Yeah. I'd also say that um there was a a barge, I think, that the Air Force set up somewhere mm. and we went on that like sixty feet down and there are these Goliath groupers there, and that was really cool. And there was a spring that I dove in for practice because yeah. I you have to be at a certain diving level yeah. before you can do scientific diving oh, okay. and commercial diving. Mm-hmm. And so um, to practice, I went to a nearby spring and... It was like super clear. They had like an obstacle course on the water. You can nice. swim underneath stuff, cool. and it was like it was so low pressure because all I had to do was go and swim around and just make yeah. sure I don't drown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right?
3: Have you? What's the deepest you've you've like taken a dive at? God, oh, I went. No, because I know, like, it, 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 there's a whole thing, right? There's a whole chemical process Yeah, man. That yes. shit sounds too intense for me, man. I, I've only read about it in, in my bio books, and I was like, oh, shit, I don't know if I want to dive. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, oh,
0: yeah. I could explain gonna a little bit. die diving. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't make sense, because, you know, you guys deal with pressure. It literally yeah. only has to do with, you know, partial pressure between, like, mm-hmm. your internal
1: organs. Is that all? The, um, it seems more complicated than these
0: <laughs> I mean, that's what I think. And, because the thing is, what happens is that, you know, the air that you breathe, it goes faster because you're breathing mm. in a, you're breathing in more atoms of the air, more yeah. molecules of the air. Yeah. Because the air is much more pressurized. So you burn through the air a lot more cl- quickly the lower you go. Okay. And so um when you dive you have to try to stay neutrally buoyant so you don't like smash into the bottom or shoot up to the surface. Mm. So basically that means you have to you know, you have to control how much air is in your lungs. Mm -hmm. So you control where you are in the water column by breathing because it makes you more or less buoyant. Mm. And so you burn through more air the deeper you are and you have to take in much more air um, to fill your lungs the same volume because it's under so much pressure. Mm. So the the issue isn't really with going down. Going down, the pressure doesn't really uh, really, um, hurt you or anything. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You just have to um, make sure you're you equalize your sinuses but you just hold your nose and you blow into your nose and it puts enough air into it so it equalizes the pressure on the outside Mm -hmm. in the water Mm -hmm. but when you go up you know um if your body has become you know situated Mm -hmm. to the pressure down at like 80 feet or whatever if you go Mm -hmm. up too quickly some of the nitrogen gas bubbles within your blood they could get bigger and they can fuck your entire uh body up. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. They, that's actually what the bend is called, which they actually call decompression sickness. So they right. decompression is way more dangerous than just compression on the human body mm-hmm. because our we're mostly fluid, but it's with the air when going back up that the issue is becomes an issue.
3: I see. But the issue is that you move if you move too fast, right?
0: If you go up too quickly, yeah. If you go up too quickly, um, the nitrogen will not be able to absorb back into your tissues quickly enough.
1: And can you feel any warning signs of that? Like, Pain,
2: you... <laughs> <laughs> oh, Pain? Uh, a like... feeling of
1: dying, <laughs> a general feeling of dying, man. the feeling of death. Yeah. Um...
3: Like, how do you know you're going too fast? Though, like, how do you know you're just like, oh shit, I'm moving up too fast. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: you have so you have death gauges on you, and oh, basically okay. there are you want to be as conservative as possible. You want to rise as slowly as possible, mm. and usually a general good. Um, Like rule of thumb. Good rule is like I think they said ten meters per minute, Mm. which like is so you really
1: can't feel it physically as you're moving up. You have to look at your gauges. Oh no, it
0: can it can get you by the time you get to surface, depending on where you are. So so when you when you are underwater, right? There's some weird bio bio you know biochemistry stuff going on with human physiology where the longer you are at a certain depth the more likely you are to run into these issues Mm -hmm. and they actually have, um, your computer tell you, you have the computer algorithms that tell you, you've been at this depth for too long and it actually will beep at you if you're rising too quickly. Mm -hmm. And, um, I mean, everyone's body is different, but usually there are some good rules of thumbs. If you don't have computers, you actually have this, um, it's like a card that says, if you are at this depth for this long, here's how much time you have before you actually have to do what we call decompression, um, you know diving where you actually have to dive and rise up in a certain way mm-hmm. where you can offload any you know chance of your body running into any issues mm-hmm. so um, you can you can if I drop you down to 180 feet right now and I pull you up within two seconds you'll be fine
1: what? Oh, okay. Yeah. Because it's not down there long enough. Oh, not, yeah, I Because see.
0: you need to be down there long enough for it's the a build gas up to diffuse
1: yes, from I your see. tissues. I it's see. like you're outgassing or something, and then if you're not yeah. down there enough, it doesn't get a chance to outgas. Yeah. Okay. And so, like, you know. I don't, I don't know if that's the right terminology. It's <laughs> this is kind it's, of what we use I, for I'm material not using science the right ter- and stuff. I don't I'm know.
0: Not, well, I'm not using the right terminology, but basically, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so, like, if I. They actually have this extreme sport that I, they don't really do it as much anymore, but there's a big. I think there's a big diving company diving gear company that's actually named after um some of these people who were doing this crazy extreme sport and i think i think it was mares but basically they'd attach someone to basically a weight toss them overboard and they just hold their breath without without like uh without any scuba gear yeah. and they just see how far down they can send Jesus. them. Jesus,
1: like the mafia they got bricks tied
0: to their feet <laughs> yeah, yeah. They would really hold on to this thing or they'd like and they'd be weighted they just go like Hold their breath as long as possible, going down 180 feet or whatever, right? Jesus. And then they would get like, they would get pulled up. And um, <sighs> imagine
1: if the rope broke.
0: Well, that, <laughs> two, two people actually have died. At least two people have wow. died from this, and one of the people who uh, started that company actually died. And <laughs> what they will normally do is that they'll have like a diver down there, right? They'll have a diver down there or two because you should always dive with a buddy who's like around that depth who say okay we expect this person to come down here and if there's any issues that go wrong we're going to try to save them so they actually have on YouTube I think I I really want to say it was mares but it was a woman who was going down and something went wrong like she couldn't get yanked back up or something Mm -hmm. and I think the divers had to rescue her and bring her back up but by the time she was at the surface it was like dead
1: she got the or just really easier. messed up.
0: I don't know if she was dead at the surface, but she ended up dying later on. I want to say,
1: mm. but because yeah, um, it's like. Supposed but to you can survive the bends,
0: but right? You can survive the bends, and okay. if you're, but if but, oh, come on, Jackson, speak. But basically, because <laughs> of this sport, um, that should be an example of you know me explain to you that you can go down really deep. As long as you're not there for a really long time get right. yanked right back up without right. any issues. Right.
1: The time the time frame is the is the problem. Yeah, because okay. you're
0: you won't have enough time for those gases to diffuse. Gotcha. gotcha. So but the deepest I've ever been, eighty two feet.
1: Okay. And is that like rookie numbers compared to some people? Very rookie numbers.
0: <laughs> um so usually if you get certified, um, usually you can dive up to like sixty feet. Mm-hmm. Um but I did my Patty. I think this is what it is. For scientific diving on my own trips, yeah. I can only go down to 30 unless mm. I'm like, I think unless I get permission from the diving safety officer mm. or I'm with somebody who has like dive master level experience. Mm. And um, so when I did this 82 f- um, foot dive, I was with my DSO. And so that was fine. And, um,
1: okay. So you have to get more <clears throat> certification to be able to dive deeper. Gotcha. Yeah, so
0: there's advanced water. There's nitrox, where you have a different air blend that lets you dive for longer.
2: Mm. Um,
0: there is like um, open water, like um, blue water diving, where if you're mm. just like out in the ocean, where it's like legitimately like a thousand oh, meters it's, down. That's terrifying. Yeah, <laughs> it's horrible. Yeah, yeah. There, you have to get I'm trained like for nightmare. overhead. You have to get trained for a cave. Wow. I'm basic.
1: <laughs> Imagine trying to get. To get rid of the bends from a thousand feet.
0: People have. Like you done just have
1: that. to spend your whole day just constantly, just slightly going slightly up. Going up
0: yeah. <laughs> Actually, that's right. Sounds horrible, oh, man. Yeah. So check this out: um, the world's deepest dive. I forgot how deep it was. I don't think it was a thousand, but it was something obscene. Like mm. it was, it was very deep. It was deeper than I'd ever go. Because like for me,
1: it was hundreds and hundreds.
0: I, I don't think it was hundreds of hundreds. I want to say like 300, but I forgot if it was okay. meters or feet, which makes a huge difference. Yeah, 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 it was, yeah. <laughs> but um, but I do note that there was someone out there in Saudi Arabia or some lake out in the Middle East somewhere mm-hmm. where they went down a stupid depth and they have a world record, but they had like eight tanks on them. <laughs> they were an entire crew. Yeah. They had to go down and then they had it's to- is
1: like, truly a feat.
0: <clears throat> yeah, it was a feat. Yeah. They had to switch the tanks because they went through air so quickly. Jeez. Yeah and like it, it was crazy like you see this guy he's like this with like alum- <laughs> these aluminum tanks all over his body and, you know
1: Just one giant and, air tank yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> and um you know like doing that is like there's way more risk more so than I'd say it's difficult to go down I can go down with ease you can yeah. just go it's straight. just that
1: the possibility of doing having things go wrong just increases substantially substantially
0: yeah. like for me I can dive at 30 feet for legitimately like 80 90 minutes on a single tank Mm. and it's in the single tank is like 300 p 3,000 psi Mm -hmm. and um you don't really want to get to the limits of most of the time they give me like 2800 okay but when i was at 80 feet i could only be down there for like 12 minutes
1: Wow. So, <laughs> so it really starts to drop off. I mean, yeah, plus
0: I was scared too. I never, <laughs> I was yeah, scared. He's like, bro,
3: I'm scared at those apartment pools that are 12 feet deep. And I I'm feel like, you, man. My I'm ears like,
0: start hurting. I'm like, fuck
1: man, this, yeah, man. I'm, I'm up.
3: Two seconds to swim up. I'm like, oh, I almost died. <laughs> yeah. I can't even imagine. Like, and I was like yeah, on the
0: continental shelf too. So like, it was like, You know, Uh, most of the time the ocean, you know, the seafloor is like this, but the the continental shelf goes like that. Yeah, And so (laughs) it's just like you look to – I was like, please don't look to the right. Because to the right of me, it was a sheer ocean. Yeah. It's (laughs) terrifying. And I already seen sharks. Did you? What's the
1: scariest thing you've seen in the ocean? (sighs) Anything crazy? Mm
0: Mm-hmm. Animal wise or you mean yeah. like whole well, anything we, really. What comes uh, to yeah, mind I imagine some you horrific run into shit. Like,
3: yeah, because imagine you run into like poisonous fish probably right? Yeah. So so
0: this so I so one of the um one of the scariest things I think I what happened is that um I thought my tank was leaking at around like fifty something feet. Oof. And, like leaking out
3: oxygen, you're saying?
0: Yeah, it was leaking. Oh. And another one of the scary things was that I jumped in without my weights on. And I can do that in fresh water, but I can't do it in salt water because salt water your buoyancy is different. Yeah,
1: but you just float, right?
0: Yes, but I don't want to float because if I'm down that thirty feet and I'm shooting up to the surface, that increases oh. the risk of me.
1: Oh, but you don't realize that you have no weights as soon as you jump in,
0: because like usually you have to like swim down a little bit. It's like usually so like when you're but new- you should
1: easily be able to correct that. Like once you start to see that your buoyancy is messed up you can go back right back up right
0: right I can but um, when I'm down 30 feet and my team is down 50 feet and I'm like wait something ain't right yeah, and I can't yeah, yeah. it tell? takes that
1: long to tell um, Well, because he's looking at their he's assuming he's swimming at the same rate and then this team is like no but what uh, I'm thinking is like like this if you're if you're used to having weights on yeah and you go down immediately uh-huh. I would imagine you should be able to tell immediately the difference between having weights yes. on and not having weights I,
0: on yeah and I could tell once we are around a certain depth because usually what happens is that your buoyancy near the surface is greater than it is near the bottom. Mm-hmm. So if you get that, go down like 50 feet, if you, if you can reach that depth, you can dive there of like four pounds. But if you're near the surface, you can't control yourself. It's really mm-hmm. hard mm-hmm. Um, because of several – Either types. way. Yeah. But so the thing is what happened is that I didn't notice until I was like, okay, I'm at the point where I should just be able to just relax. I see. And I was still going back up. and I was looking at my depth and I saw them going – and I need to let them know because if I just go up to the surface, they're going to think I got snatched up and went yeah. swept out into the middle of the ocean.
1: Right. And now they're coming
2: out. Like and up now to they're freaking you. out because right. they think
0: I might, you know, they have no idea what happened to yeah.
2: me. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So
0: that was scary because I was like, try, I had to orient myself like this.
1: How do you even communicate that?
0: You're underwater and I couldn't really communicate underwater. <laughs> but like basically, they, they look at me and they give me the hand sign to say, are you like okay and everything? Yeah. And I'm like, no, we got to cut the dive up. Go Uh so, like, if I'm if we are at the surface and we're like, okay, we have our red regulator in, we have our air, Mm -hmm. we're gonna go down. If we are Mm -hmm. at the bottom or Mm -hmm. we, um, you know, have an issue, we want to go up. Like, Mm -hmm. this, I think, means like no air or something, yeah, yeah. yeah. And basically, you can communicate with your hand size. Basically,
1: this is never a good sign, yeah. (laughs) This is never a good sign.
0: (laughs) I had air, I just couldn't stay down, and that was right because if I'm like this on the ocean I already told you that because of all this
1: stuff but what happens if you can't see each other you
0: should not be in a situation where you can't see each other (laughs) I imagine so um,
1: I know sometimes water gets murky right
0: yes and when that happens you're actually supposed to buddy up and hold each other Mm -hmm. Okay. so um, I actually did have to do that uh, in a boat basin it was terrible it's the worst (sighs) I want to say that was the worst dive experience I've ever had wow I couldn't see anybody. We had to buddy up. We had to look at our compass and we had to mm-hmm. just swim in a direction we couldn't see.
1: Wow.
3: Was that part of training or is that like just something you. you guys did for field work? Training,
0: training. Thank Damn, goodness. That's... Cause I would never do that if we went down. Cause if we, cause the funny thing is we're trained to do it, but if yeah. we actually went out and saw those conditions, we'd like, you're yeah, now never... nah, we're caught yeah. or, because that's too we're risky. Done.
3: Extreme <laughs> scientific field work. <laughs> you
1: know, it's one thing
0: if you're like eight feet.
1: Science at all costs.
0: Right. And you know what the thing is, people can do that, but it, you know, with the cave diving, there's no sources of light. They yeah. leave all these lights, and but everything. you're
1: not, a, you're not trying
0: I'm not to a do cave all that, bro. <laughs> and there are people who dive and like looking for bodies and, and oh, like yeah. sewers
1: and stuff. And but they're asking for that extreme condition type right, stuff, right? Yeah, right? Right? Yeah.
0: They're they're not a grad student who just needs to pick up some <laughs> right. some sea squirts. They're like, I'm an extreme guy, and they get yeah. paid for that extremeness yeah, too. They yeah. get paid really well. So,
3: Jackson, you're telling me if you were if you wanted to go to industry. You would be you. You could get a professional diving kind of like thing, I guess.
0: At this point, I think I could become a commercial diver. Yeah. Damn. If I if I um, if I go if I went and got the training, cause commercial divers those are the people who work on like, you know, rescuing stuff from from um, from sucking boats. Those yeah. type of people who go and like weld stuff underwater. Mm. Those guys get broken oh, off. Yeah. But it's a very mm. dangerous thing. Yeah. In fact, the bends, what you brought up earlier, yeah. was a term that got made up because of commercial divers because they were working on, I think, some bridge like the Brooklyn Bridge or something mm-hmm. and then they would, talk, they would just toss them down there <laughs> weight them up there toss them down there. these old school you know suits mm-hmm. and they had infinite air <laughs> oh, And that's then, awesome and then they just like rank, yank them back up wow and then all sudden, you know they'd be doubled over in pain and then they'd mm-hmm. get so much like neurological damage they were stuck like this
1: jeez oh, also know? their backs were bent literally
0: they're, they're they, like literally if you get the bend you can end up you know um, damaged for life like I know a woman who, who at the bends real bad and she always walks like this and has um, like a lazy leg or something she has like a, a limp thing. in one of her legs yeah. because of mm. the bends she survived it but it, what is
1: it doing to you physiologically
0: physiologically uh, making all the gases in your body expand
1: but how does that put you so attack, in a permanent... Uh, I guess it damages your tissue. Yeah. Oh, yes. Hmm.
0: Well, I mean, like, if you can... I don't remember all the health stuff, because it, it's yeah. a combination of chemistry. It's a combination yeah. of human physiology, because fish doesn't do this, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a combination of physics and partial pressure mm. and depth yeah. and, and, I and, see. and specific gravity. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: so but I, is it... Do you know if it's even known what it's doing, or is it just one of it's these things... known. Where, okay.
0: It's known, and... Um, that's why, that's why we know how to um, make sure that we don't get it. Yeah. Mm. And In fact, they actually know it so well that if you actually end up with the bends, one of the ways they treat you is that they add the pressure back onto you in a yeah. hyperbaric chamber.
1: Okay. So if you get to a doctor's office, well, I don't know how much access they have to hyperbaric chambers. <laughs> I don't even know where you would go for that.
0: There but. are very few. Um, I think within where we are, I can only name two places Okay, um, where you that's can go. That's still much better than I would have. Do been. they have and, one at
3: the coastal lab?
0: Um no 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 no. but there is a hospital that's like forty minutes away, (laughs) so you're out there on the boat a mile offshore. So you so not only are you like like this at the surface, they got (laughs) to rescue, they got to get you back, they got to get you into something, they got to put you on emergency oxygen because that helps you, Mm. and then they got to try to get you to the hospital. Hopefully the hospital has this, and hopefully the hospital does already have. By
1: the time you get there, you're just like fuck it, I'm already bent. (laughs) Just. just 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 screw it. And, and
0: the biggest with this is that the and the, because you, most of the time it's a big old chamber you got to live in for days. Yeah, no not, it's not just hours. Like sometimes you have to be in there for days for the point where you're safe. Jeez. And basically um if someone else is in there, they can't just say okay, we got to go to the hyperbaric chamber and turn off all the pressure mm-hmm. because your treatment might be different from that person. Yeah. And so with the hyperbaric chamber, they do like this false um this false decompression where it's as if you are pressured to a certain depth and they gradually release that pressure as if you're rising up in the water column.
2: Mm. So it's stimu- so simulating
0: the it's same simulating thing. Simulating you doing a nice easy ride. Oh, that's
1: weird. So it's like it's just continuing the process that you fucked up.
0: Yes. <laughs> it's so, but they, they so it you- like
1: you're not getting out of this either way. You're gonna yeah. still do this yeah. process. And, and they
0: put it down to the pressure. They put it down to the pressure that you probably were at, and then they just bring you up. Mm. Damn. And so, and I
1: guess they could tell what pressure you were probably at because of the amount of gases that are released the in nitrogen, your bloodstream. Yeah.
0: <laughs> more like we, more like we know how deep you probably were. Oh. Oh, okay. You, so you know,
1: it's you, a gu- it's a guess on your own yeah. knowledge also oh, if you got the bends and you're a person who doesn't know anything about diving you just were an idiot who dived really deep or something and you don't know what happened I mean you're probably going to die at sea <laughs> oh that's true it's probably an uncommon thing to get those kind yeah. of people if you right
0: come, if you just come up you're probably going to die at sea mm-hmm. if you come mm-hmm. up really bent like you could be slightly bent and just have like a headache yeah. some joint pain usually the best way to tell has it happened to you? um Sometimes when I come up, I'm like, "Oh, am I just sore because I've been diving, or am I? So- mm. Do I have the bends? Mm. I've never been bent before. Okay. Most people, most divers haven't been bent, and most of the um, restrictions and the training that most people receive, if followed, will not end up with you bent.
2: Okay.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: And um, but yeah, if you if someone else is already in that chamber, mm. buddy, <laughs> <laughs> because it- <laughs> they start
1: handing
3: to hand you a pamphlet how to live with how to live, how with, live the with bends. The <laughs>
1: Uh, yeah it'd like <laughs> be funny to... if it's like can you scoot over to the other guy <laughs> It's like both of the chamber but
3: yeah
0: but yeah that's the thing the thing is like that guy it also this is a pressurized chamber too yeah. you just can't yeah. crank it you just can't pull it open yeah. while the guy's inside of it yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: so how, how can they maybe my, maybe medical science is is already here but when you said hyperbolic pressure chamber I thought hyperbaric time Z. chamber. Yeah, I was like, it's hyperbaric, hyperbaric. for bare for oh. baric stuff. Oh, okay. You know, like a barometer. <laughs> oh, for Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. My yeah. brain went to DBZ, and I was like, yeah, the future is here.
1: Hyperbolic time. <laughs> is that what the DBZ one is called? Yeah,
3: it's a chamber that like. Do you remember they're, they're trained in there and then like?
1: Yeah, they come out all fucking SSJ five yeah, and shit or whatever yeah. it was. I thought yeah. about
3: what physical way you could actually build one. And the thing is, it, it simulates. It's supposed to be a pressured environment too, right? Have you seen?
0: You've seen you can change easy, up right? the gravity. You can go and crank the gravity. Yeah, up to like he's 12. like working at like yeah, like twelve <laughs> times gravity, right? <laughs> yeah. Right, right.
3: But the only way you, you would could die, build, though, humans would die. Well, I mean, you could build. I, I'd imagine you get the same bends, pressure shit, because like. You know, because like you're working under immense pressure. it would be even worse? Because right? humans,
1: uh, like, we can't even stand those centrifuge tests. No. At eight Gs, you are already passed out. You're right. Because yeah. you can't get blood to the, the to the brain.
0: But these are Dragon Ball Z characters who can survive <laughs> yeah, exactly. planetary dam you know damaging <laughs> right,
2: attacks.
1: It doesn't, yeah. We can't apply that to us. They're it's, shooting it's, pure energy out of their palms. It's I think a- they're
0: fine. In they're flying. It's it's it's, a, it's anime. It's not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's well, like saying guts guts can't pick that sword up without his, his shoulder falling out of the socket. But it's anime. We don't have to apply our physics of that. that's yeah. true <laughs> that's
3: true but i was thinking about like if you could gradually you could gradually change or or, or increase the adaptability to to like different gravities right like you're I saying like know, two if, times
1: g maybe 2g
3: over time a species could right Let's Say us say live on another planet right I, probably 2g
0: you guys might know about this better than i do for for gravity i think gravity is a little different from just like the pressure you know
1: yeah,
2: yeah, but it's not going to be the same no, manifestation. No, no, no. Yeah, because for sure, because no Because
0: pressure, the pressure, because um, that has to do with something getting smaller and bigger. That's the mm-hmm. damaging part of it.
1: The volume because, changes. Yeah, the cha- right. the
0: volume changes because human beings are mostly fluid. Um, most of the time, your organs aren't going to get squished mm. at this pressure, mm-hmm. unless you go legitimately like two thousand five hundred. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, with gravity. That's not just about you know the volume of yeah, these yeah, yeah. gases within yeah. your body. It's more like ma- like weight and how
1: it affects right. your yeah, mass yeah. and like stuff. your blood being able to pump to your brain. Right, your heart just being, being strong, strong there. Yeah. You know, yeah. being strong strong enough to pump it there. Yeah, your, mu- your bone density, right? The muscles actually be able to support that weight. Mm-hmm. So, two G sounds p- plausible to me. But like when you start to get past that, I feel like that's getting problematic.
0: Mm-hmm. Especially because there are conserved laws and rules in physics mm-hmm. that might be affected by it. You know, mm-hmm.
1: in what sense?
0: Like, um, what are you thinking? I'm thinking that like um, there's always going to be shear forces when a fluid goes through something, right? Mm. Okay. There's always-
1: <laughs> Not sure if that would be at play as much if you increase the gravity.
0: Yeah, but that's just an example of like a rule, yeah. right? is it like a law? um kind of yeah. so
1: yeah okay. you're you're kind of right but a lot of these things can be derived just from okay. cuz okay. we can still use our intuition in the in the macro scale but the main rules of physics basically you could almost say in in three with three equations the law of conservation of energy the law of conservation of momentum mm-hmm. and I guess the other one, just law of conservation of angular momentum, (laughs) which is basically the same. Pretty much, law of conservation of energy and law of conservation of momentum. Those are pretty much it. Mm -hmm. And then, if you want to make it angular, you add the angular part.
0: Your heart would be like,
1: yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I'm just trying to imagine the
1: heart. Yeah, the heart would have trouble with that because of, yeah, the the fact that it's going against two times gravity now. Yeah, like how would your your blood is going to have a hard time trying to get that pumped all the way up there?
0: Right, and bone density in of itself probably have to change it probably have to change the actual like structure that actually makes your bones
1: because yeah. that's well, some people if you were born in 2g i'd imagine as time goes on the babies would have more and more dense bones mm-hmm. it'd probably be really really more dense i mean this is going to happen bro when they mars? colonize mars <laughs> i think mars is actually lighter than earth though so no i know but, but i'm G. saying
3: we're going to see the effects of like human evolution
1: well we already kind of yeah. see this with people in space right. guys who are in space with no with G- zero G's they come all atrophied but they've been trying to work against that now by making them have to do a daily workout regimen right mm-hmm.
0: even though their bone density changes they're a little bit taller mm-hmm. and stuff right mm-hmm. and and the thing is with that is like
3: oh, are you serious they get taller bro I'm gonna have yeah. to go to space
0: yeah you get, but it, it, start it refers, the NBA career
3: it refers yeah. to once you get back
0: down here though so, so it
3: just reinforced my spinal column like with steel like <laughs> with some steel like, right you I just get know. to the height you want and
1: yeah. just
0: just, just lock, lock it in. in. <laughs> just, yeah, exactly. like, just just nail it right there. Yeah, yeah. Just, sir, are you, he throws
1: a, a tenth of an inch.
0: So my Hippocratic <laughs> oath says, no, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
3: That's a great business idea, though. Like, increase your verticality by three inches naturally.
0: Well, yeah. what they do? It's like thirty
3: million to get
1: in space.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. it's like oh, it's like we increase it naturally by doing something that goes against biological evolution on Earth. You know? Yeah, yeah <laughs> with this yeah. graphic. You know?
3: Hey, it's
1: organic. There's some people that are probably willing to pay for it. <laughs>
0: yeah. No, but there are because then I mean, people have leg lengthening surgeries and arm lengthening yeah. surgeries yeah. and stuff, but
1: Well but maybe when Elon comes out with the starship rocket and he starts sending people up, you can just mm. you can do that for when you're on the uh when you're on the shuttle. God, you know,
0: <laughs> after having you know, doing a lot of dives a lot mm-hmm. and I come back on the service, you feel like you're a little bit hungover for a while. Like mm, you're like weird. You're like a little dazed. It's a really strenuous activity, mm-hmm. and you've been breathing this special air brew for. Like, is all- that
1: brain fluid? You got brain fluid in there, probably. Uh, I guess expanding, right? Because when pressure goes, uh, when pressure goes up, volume goes down. Yes. Okay, so, so then what does that mean? That means that the volume is decreasing.
0: Yes, but the thing is, like, flu- um Liquids don't decrease nearly as much as like gases. It's like negligible.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So like... So your brain's all good.
0: Yeah, you like compressing <laughs> fluids is like compressing a solid. But like, oh,
1: true. Because the gas is all... has so much space in between yes. them. Yes, yeah. and so
0: you can just smash the gases together. Right. Which is why I said, you know, when you breathe, you go through your air, you go through your oxygen a lot more right, quickly. Right, because right. Because, you know... Per capita. Per... Yeah. Volume, yeah. capita thing. You're making <laughs> way more oxygen molecules, which is why you burn... Your air a lot more quickly, the deeper you go, too. Yeah. Makes so, sense. Makes so, sense. So just getting
1: more and more and more compressed. Yeah. And if you double your distance, then you just lost half of your air supply, basically. Yes,
0: yeah. Basically, that's basically how the formula works. I think every yeah. 10 meters you expect you double your breathing rate or something. Yeah.
1: Like you. Because it, should- it should just be. Uh, the ideal gas law, PV equals NRT, right? Exactly. So, damn, that sucks. You
0: actually have to learn that if you do paddy diving. If you go out and get diving training, you actually have really? to learn basic physics <laughs> like that. <laughs> yeah, that's
3: awesome.
1: I think the chemists kind of co-opt that one, though, too, they a little kind of bit. I was right? like, I learned that in chemistry Because chemists, chemists use PV equals NRT all the time. Yeah, right. Yeah. 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 We only do that when we're like, you know... Making samples. Dabbling in some. (laughs) 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 Or like, yeah, maybe messing with the uh, vacuum or something. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, I always (laughs) forget where chemistry ends and physics starts.
1: (laughs) No one really knows. (laughs) I guess it kind of just is just um, when you see yourself mixing a lot of stuff when you start to actually start dealing with chemicals, then you can be safe. It's
3: chemistry. <laughs> when you have an N number of molecules, that's when you go into chemistry. Yeah, yeah. when even Avogadro's
1: number of molecules, <laughs> Yeah,
0: I guess. I'll just say, I think about chemistry and like, oh, you know, this electron went over there. Then all the physicists say, oh, well, I look at electron charge. And I'm like, fuck. It wasn't I don't a, know what's real anymore. Like,
3: <laughs> cir- circling back to like the TA thing. Yeah. Do you guys ever have to explain Avogadro's number to students? No. No? That no. sucks. <laughs> It sucks because um, why? It's,
1: you just tell it's, it's a large ass number of molecules. <laughs> avocados. Number. That's what I say. Yeah, yeah. Avocados number. No, but it, it's a concept. Like even for me, my, when I first
3: saw it, I was like, "Why is this this arbitrary number of?" Like, oh, why is it? Even? Yeah, yeah. Because because I had
1: I had a student ask, and I was like, "Oof, where would I even start?" It's because of um, carbon, I believe, right? Because somebody just scooped out what they called. I think it. I think it's because all the molecules. Work nicely in the periodic table to almost mm-hmm. give everything a rounded whole number, right? Because you got carbon twelve, mm-hmm. you got oxygen, what's oxygen eight or something? I think it's eight. eight okay, oxygen eight. Drugs? Yeah, or maybe it's carbon six, oxygen eight. Carbon oh, six,
0: oxygen eight. Yeah.
1: Okay, all those. I think that that the AMU mass it works out more in a whole number if you have the Avogadro's number. Mm-hmm. as the number for the number of molecules per gram or something.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And
1: it and applies more universally to all the elements that way.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I know that I remember we when we learned about it in high school that like you know, we had to we had to learn
1: this Hope that's that right, solved. sorry.
0: We, I think <laughs> I think it was a little different, but um I do know Avogadro did some experiment where he was like, yeah, that's it. That's a mole right there. Buddy. I know.
3: <laughs> which like, is like, bro, you did not count 10 to the 23rd molecules. Six
0: 6.0 I remember 6.022 times, times 10. 10 to the 23rd I remember yeah. because they made us sing this song in chemistry no we what? had to sing a song to memorize well I thought it. they
1: I thought they like tweaked that number based on the metrics that we knew for how much an atom actually weighs, weighs or proton actually weighs right
0: you're a physicist, not me. I don't know. <laughs> Bro, I, I don't
3: know either. I, I don't know these, like, metric standard metrics. Yeah. yeah, and I
0: know nothing about the history of
1: this stuff. Okay. No, just but tell but me I, what this is and I'll believe but it. But I think you're
3: right about Avogadro. Like, it's, it, I mean, he this is a guy from the 1800s that came mm-hmm. up with this. Like, you count. Yeah, but it the thing form? is, how would he even know that? He approximated because, it. He approximated it theoretically. Yeah,
1: and I would imagine, oh, it was in the 1800s? Yeah, or something. that. before yeah. Millikan and uh, Rutherford? Uh, yeah, probably damn I don't even know how he would have done that because yeah, and- my, my, my like bullshit explanation was <laughs> I thought that Millikan and Rutherford already existed and they mm-hmm. found out the weight of a, of an um, atom uh-huh. and then he just extrapolated that to whatever the mass of a carbon a one gram of carbon is Yeah, and then just extrapolated that to and all that's elements what I think.
0: that's what I think would happen you know, that when- would
1: make sense but Juan is saying that it happened before Millikan and Rutherford I which know. I think might be true actually
0: I don't know because,
1: because I think Mendeleev is the guy who invented the whole periodic table. Yeah, Dmitri. And I think Mendeleev. that was a long ass time ago. Right, that was like,
0: it was ancient. It was old. Yeah, but <laughs> before yeah,
1: Rutherford I, and before Millikan, I think. So he must right. have in on some clever shit. I don't know what he did.
0: Right, I think that. Um, Bro, look I'm at the like,
3: picture man, they used of when, him. You know, this shit's old.
1: Yeah, definitely <laughs> <I> avocado. <see? laughs> Jesus, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like fifteen hundred sort of yeah. stuff right there, man. man. You know he was inbred. inbred. <laughs> That's like some bad inbreeding right there.
0: <laughs> but you know what? With Avogadro's number two, is so I'm thinking to myself. I think what you're saying is correct. How it had to be tweaked because you know the protons and neutrons aren't exactly the same weight, and
1: but they're effectively the same.
0: Yeah, but like at that scale, when you're at six point zero two two times ten to the twenty third. Wouldn't that uh, the difference in the weight? kind I think of appear? it should
1: be negligible. Okay, I would imagine because, yeah, uh, neutron and proton pretty much can almost always be, um, I think, almost interchanged in weight. Okay, effectively. So uh, it has nothing to do with that, though. <laughs> I don't know.
2: It okay, was sure. it was a
3: theoretical calculation that was verified later,
0: <laughs> based on what though? <laughs> uh, uh,
3: after experiments, so it, it said. Avogadro's number was first obtained indirectly by Joseph Schmidt in 1865, estimating the number of particles in a given volume of gas. And it took the number density of particles in an ideal gas, and as a function of the pressure, the gas constant, the absolute temperature, and... Uh, How was he
1: getting the number of particles, though? Counting them, man. He just
3: got <laughs> a microscope going to one work. One was a year? You <laughs> estimate.
1: You, I think you estimate. You take a known volume, right? Yeah. But you have to know the minimum size of a particle is the key. So he has to know some information about what is the mass, the minimum mass in some sense. And if it's, if it's pre-Rutherford and Milliken, I don't know how he would have done that. Yeah, I mean, we're, dude, we're talking about 1865. 1865?
0: You're getting into dangerous territory, man. So I'm going to tell you the aliens. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the aliens yeah. gave him the knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, man. Yeah, please don't email me. <laughs> <laughs> the aliens did it. Same. He
0: was.
3: He, he. They gave him the Nobel Prize in Physics, uh, presumably because of this.
1: Damn. Damn. You need to look up Millikan oil drop. Damn. That was like for proton shit, right? Electron.
0: Electron. So yeah. Millikan
1: discovered the charge of the electron first, right? Um. And I imagine you you should be able to ah. extrapolate that the gold based on the oil.
3: volume. Your intuition is good. Here we go. So, in 1910, Millikan obtained the first measurement of the charge of an electron by div- – he divided the charge um, on a mole of electrons by the charge on a single electron. Yeah, but that sounds like it's after
1: when and it, yeah, Yeah,
3: sc- and sc- it, it gave a more accurate estimate of the Avogadro's number. Yeah, but I'm trying to figure out how that guy even did that without <laughs> <The> Millikan.
0: How's <laughs> the, that even possible? Even the inaccurate one, that was kind of close, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, I mean –
1: <laughs> yeah, how is that
3: possible? I don't know. That's I think crazy. you have to start with a known volume first of all,
1: and then you do. But you need a minimum. But volume, what if you have? But too. how
3: do you measure density then
1: of a gas? Yeah, you need mass, right? Such thing.
0: you know what? This is a book.
1: Bu- <laughs> yeah, we, we might have to do that for a Twitter like, post. It's, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I
0: was going to say, like, this is, this is like.
1: Yeah, so we're getting the physics wheelhouse.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, I'm, no, no, what I'm saying is that, like, uh, I feel like this is, like, the sort of thing that you only know if you're, like, sitting next to him watching him. Be like, hey, what what'd you, what led you to doing this? Like, why would you. <laughs> like,
1: it's... No, sometimes you can back engineer these things. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, yeah, a yeah, lot I, of times you can if you can think of the right logic. Yeah. But I don't know. Because sometimes explained. these guys get real clever. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if you've heard about, like, how they measured the. Um, radius of the earth
0: um with shadows and stuff yeah yeah. Back, I I mean, guy, even the, even, I'm like
1: this dude is fucking clever Like, didn't the,
0: didn't the Indians and the Greeks do that like independently probably <laughs> so, I think so.
1: so I just know the Greeks no, I think it was the Egyptians that did Egyptians. it yeah, I, guess yeah.
0: I don't know who first did it but I know apparently a lot of ancient you know people like measured pretty yeah. accurately yeah. the yeah. sizes of several things
1: yeah yeah they did it with shadows like in some clever shit where they had one one spike in one city and then some guy some poor guy you know, he was a slave. He walked like, you know, 20,000. And then collapsed. He gave
3: the number and then immediately <laughs> yeah. collapsed. Immediately
1: collapsed and perished. Yeah, yeah, he walked to some other far off land yeah. and then put it's another like, pike down and then they measured the shadows, distance, and, it's and extrapolated funny. the radius. Crazy.
0: And it's funny because, you know, they're probably like, oh, man, damn. Greece, Africa, and Asia are large. Because, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, because yeah. like, right. there's still the Americas that all these people over there had yeah. no clue about. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Oh, yeah.
3: Did you guys hear about this Atlantis thing? Atlantis? Yeah, dude. What's what that? about it? Atlantis is... I, the I lost city? Up a video. Yeah, I looked up a video. I was right, man. <laughs> what? What do you mean? I was right about Atlantis. Because there, there's a context of uh, of Atlantis existing we in, East a- in, in West Africa. <laughs> Did
1: we debate this? Atlantis fell in West Africa. <laughs> Does it sound like I'm about to get
3: emails walked. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <Wait>, Sub-Saharan Africa?
3: <laughs> yeah, like in West Africa, that's where Atlantis was. There's like... I, this might be a guy's PhD thesis or something. Maybe he's working on a, a video essay of sorts.
1: Okay, well, are I'm you kind
2: of buying Vix, into.
3: Are it.
1: you actually are you looking looking at vixra.com dot com or are you? <laughs> this yeah. is the crank uh, uh, publication website.
3: Okay. <laughs> no, it's just it's an interesting proposition though. Like okay. there's he he gave like some evidence of how like in East Africa there's there's this uh, concentric like thing with. Um, it looks like it has an inner radius and an outer radius, mm-hmm. and uh, he what was... is it
1: though? A building?
3: Um, I think it's called the Riccat structure or something like that. But what is it? It's just it's it's a, this geographical thing that just exists, and scientists are like, "What the hell is it's this?" It's a landmass. It it's a geographical. Feature. Feature. Yeah,
1: I would say. What
0: does that mean? The earth. It's like it's like a mountain, it a mountain or a hole. Or you say, okay. say say like say you look at like a shape of a continent. Oh look that shape. Yeah, okay. That's a masculine. Yeah. yeah.
1: So is it like a
3: It's this large structure that actually fits the dimensions of like the reported uh, dimensions of what the Greeks said, Atlantis, because it, it had the same concentric
0: circles. <laughs> but you said that this is in East Africa, but you're talking about... I mean, about West the, Africa. Sorry. Okay, West Africa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But
2: the thing is, like, I thought that... So the high. Greeks
0: were the one who came up with the whole Atlantis thing. And from my understanding, the Greeks knew about sub-Saharan Africans, but didn't really go down there as much as they went up to like North Africa, right?
3: Yeah, but that's what I mean. They, they knew... They knew of an ancient civilization in West Africa, okay, and that was supposedly and let me Atlantis.
1: guess the, the little the spiral also fits the golden ratio too, huh? No, right, 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 and, <laughs> no, the, pyram- no, no, no. and the
0: pyramids too. <laughs> yeah. He saw he saw a pyramid <laughs> float by,
1: yeah, and it also aligns to the stars.
3: Yeah, during, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, the... I don't. I don't think so. I don't, I don't think the guy went into that level of detail. But there, I know there's a. There's a professor who's trying to like find evidence of this, mm-hmm. um, but this guy just made a video essay of it, and I was like, "That's interesting."
0: And a big old Florida sinkhole. <laughs> and that's it the down. big takeaway with O1. No, the bad. big
3: takeaway is that you know, white people don't want people to know that <laughs> <laughs> Atlantis that, that Atlantis was made by West Africans. So. <laughs> He was king. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you don't know. We were the true Atlanteans. <laughs> yeah. Bro, like,
3: think about it. You guys are laughing, but it's like, dude,
1: there's something to They it. all just left, to. All the original black people left to space. <laughs> <laughs> they,
0: they went, went to go, space. They, nah, they didn't go to space. They went under the sea.
1: Yeah.
3: Honestly. That's why white people don't
0: want to give us swimming pools, because we'll yeah, return yeah, yeah. to our power. That's why they kicked us away from swimming pools. That's why we can't swim no more. <laughs> oh, my God. I want to return to our power, our true homeland, yeah. and wipe them out with our floating pyramids on Atlantis.
3: <laughs> okay, I'm not saying I buy into the theory, but I am saying that it's interesting. Oh shit. <laughs> I'm just saying it's interesting. I'm a per- I'm the messenger. Don't don't, don't don't crucify the messenger.
0: Brother, don't call me Hotep. I'm not a Hotep. I'm an Atlantean. <laughs> Dude, that'd be amazing. That's the new thing.
3: I can't wait till that actually happens. Like, there's gonna be guys in the cheekies on campus
1: talking wait, can about you how actually, Atlantis can you,
3: now. Can you actually imagine that if they actually <laughs> confirm that Atlantis was in West Africa and it like got destroyed by some supernatural? Well, no, some super. Yeah, I guess some like catastrophic event. You know uh, what I'm saying? Yeah. Do you Do you think the the hotel I mean, there's always a
1: likely, but like. Everything I've ever heard about Atlantis, one, it just, it just sounds. Well, no, like, it existed, well,
3: but the thing is, like, because how do you know it, it existed? Well, because it's in the history books. Of
0: well, the- that doesn't mean it existed because a lot of the, because like a lot of the myths, those that came out of there, was also just like, hey, we're just coming up with random stuff, you know?
1: Yeah, I guess that's true. Like, yeah, I just don't know, man. Because like, people say Jesus existed too, right? But like, who knows for sure?
0: I think they, have, they I think he pretty, actually did, but yeah, he, like the the dispute the thought powers. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I can pretty much <laughs> yeah.
1: tell you. Spoiler alert: No.
3: <laughs> I mean, I, it's pretty well documented. I think that he did exist. Yeah, okay.
0: yeah. he should have existed. At, like, Pro- the,
1: most likely he did. Really. Yeah, because they like, was.
0: if you look back, they were like, around that time, there were tons of Jesus, new Messiah types yeah. running around. Mm-hmm. It's just that he was the one who really took off with it. Right. So,
1: but uh, but then all the other guys started piggybacking off of him. Like Muhammad was like, "Fuck this! I'm starting my own shit."
0: Well, I mean, they saw him as a prophet. They believe uh, Muhammad actually. I mean, within well,
1: Muhammad was with Jesus, right? And then Muhammad's like, "Well, he's getting all the glory. I want this." Are you too. So, no. Yeah, because like they see Jesus as a prophet. Wait, they, they, they were s- around at the same time. No, they weren't around. Oh, at they same weren't. Time, okay, no. okay. No,
0: because like because Islam is a younger religion than uh, than Christianity is. So
1: oh, so they just call Jesus a prophet to keep the other people happy. Well, it's like it's like you being like, would like, they even acknowledge him. Yeah, My they acknowledge his
0: the existence. Yeah,
1: but why would I? Why would they even need to acknowledge him as a prophet? Is my question.
0: Because they're both, they're all Abrahamic religions. It's like why, it's like Christians... So it did
1: spawn in some way from that, right?
0: I don't know the, I don't know how it spawned, but I do know that the Abrahamic religions from around that era always go back to Abraham and then like to Jesus and then like...
1: So then why do we always talk about like, why does it, like why do you hear Prophet Muhammad?
0: Prophet Muhammad? because Because yeah. Jesus was a prophet and Muhammad was a prophet too.
1: Yeah, but I thought Muhammad was more than a prophet. In, Muhammad was like... Islam.
0: Because Jesus didn't start Islam. Muhammad spread Islam according mm-hmm. to this. So like... I don't know all the details. Yeah, so it's like, it's like Jesus <laughs> Jesus spread around Christianity and he was like the focal figure. Mm-hmm. so it's mm-hmm. not
1: kind of like that. You know? Okay. Yeah. It's, I mean, like, he, it's
0: like with Buddha too. Like Buddha, he was like...
1: Yeah, he was the main... Well, he's the only guy.
0: Well, yeah, and he and he figured it out he had a lot of disciples, and he was one who figured it out more so than he yeah. was like, I was born as this yeah. thing, you know, mm. right, right. <laughs> he just figured it out and was like letting other people know, if I recall correctly, the way or how the to whatever, reach Nirvana yeah. or whatever.
3: Well, I was thinking, yeah. Jesus, if he was alive today, he would be like a modern day rapper almost, because <laughs> his crew was like full of sinners and like you know what I'm saying, like, <laughs> yeah, as his posse, yeah, because he was hanging out with like. He he hung out with that prostitute lady Mary Magdalene Mary Magdalene Yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. And like A bunch of like Sinful Sinful characters (laughs) Yeah Mm -hmm. At the time was morally reprehensible But Jesus was a cool guy well yeah I mean, that,
0: I think that's what people like mistake it's so hilarious when you hear about like super you know like right wing Christians who are like have a very literal view of the Bible I was like you gotta understand you worship a Jew right? they don't even
1: have a literal view of the Bible they, <laughs> right. have, a, they have a picking and choosing view right, of the you're Bible you're right you're
0: completely right because they, they they look at they're like oh we we don't like Jewish people but it's like you know Jesus was a Jew. Jesus was not a Christian.
1: Well, then they'll just claim that, that, <laughs> that yeah, Jesus was the original Jew, but he but the Jews killed him. So
0: yeah, he was an original Jew, and it was likely that the Romans killed him. Like he wasn't. Mm. So he was just. Is he, that
1: the claim? I thought Jews were supposed to be the ones. Some
0: people him. say that, but apparently, but like if according to everything I hear, it was the Romans that mm. had him killed, not Jewish people.
3: Yeah, because I think he was spreading uh, too many, too many anti-government. Uh, Sentiments, I he was think. super left wing basically.
0: And yes. you were in the Roman Empire. <laughs>
3: Jesus was a
1: democrat, you were here first. Yeah, yeah, well, I mean, like, look at it. He was taking,
0: he was taking in lepers, he was taking in like you know, prostitutes. He was saying, Yeah, yeah man, yeah. look, if you if you messed up, you know, you're all right. You know, yeah. he literally mm. said all that old stuff from the old Bible. Yeah, not really, yeah, don't worry yeah. about that stuff anymore. <laughs> Pretty much, which is like we said, the selective stuff, like Leviticus, where they talk about all this, all the rules there. Jesus basically said, Yeah, 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 yeah,
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, well. There you go. He probably. Here's a religious lesson, folks, <laughs> and I think that's about our time. Yeah. So, any last words before we, we cut this? Are you gonna kill me after this? <laughs> <laughs> any, last also, any last words?
0: <laughs> any
3: last you words. Any last words before I send you to Christ?
0: <laughs> so, so next time you go into class, you say you refer to me as prophet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Prophet
3: yeah, yeah,
1: Terence. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah. Or Bro, prophet
1: Juan <laughs> You did.
3: You did level. tell me you. All, he did tell me he almost started a religion
1: let's something. not get into that
0: no yeah you did tell me that so let's not get into that alright all right, all right. <laughs> was it to make money or you actually believed it
2: <laughs> he doesn't want to get into he it he doesn't want to take it's probably cut, a little bit of both <laughs>